In a time where parents have the weight of a thousand decisions on their shoulders and every step is like walking in quicksand, adventure's probably not in your focus. However, research shows families who adventure are more resilient and have significantly healthier minds and bodies. The purpose of this podcast is to help families connect through simple and authentic adventure experiences. Welcome to Ordinary Sherpa, your online community designed to help you connect, reach your summit, and create meaningful adventure experiences with your family. Hello, and welcome to Ordinary Sherpa. I'm your host, Heidi Dusick. It seems that we have hit that low point in winter when the temperatures across the country all got a memo that it's time to drop like 20 degrees. I have been seeing posts and stories across social media and just hearing from friends that this was not the type of weather we were expecting in Florida or in Texas or in California. And I'm kind of just chuckling a little bit because we're sitting in single digits in Wisconsin and we're struggling a little bit, but I will also say at least the sun is shining. So we're really embracing the sun because that alone brightens our spirits. And we have this project. The one thing that was funny is I've been wanting to build an igloo for years. And every time I finally get all the stuff and I figure out how to do it, the weather warms up and it melts. <laughs> so it's been this kind of curse of the cold where I get this idea, I get all excited about it, but then it ends up taking too long and melts. So kind of half-heartedly joking, happy that I'm so excited it's cold because I've got layer three started on the igloo. <laughs> and so I'm hoping it actually gets done this year. Maybe, maybe not. But I know that the cold and the lack of sun and the shorter days this time of year can really be a struggle. And I wanted to come back to the roots of this podcast, which were really to inspire families to connect and using adventure as the means to connect. And sometimes I focus more on the adventure and sometimes I focus more on the connection. I want to talk a little bit about an opportunity to connect and inviting you all to connect because I think that is just the state of the world. It is one of those things that I am valuing and benefiting from. And I hope all of you are too. A friend of mine was commenting the other day that in North Carolina, she's like, we just got an inch of snow and the whole state shut down. And her daughter wanted to go outside. And she's so I took all this time and got her bundled up. And she was outside for like 10 minutes and then wanted to come back in. And it just it feels like a lot of work. Things feel like a lot of work. And I wanted to invite you into I call it the Everyday Adventure Challenge, but really it's an invitation. It's an invitation to connect, to have a weekly inspiration, challenge, opportunity to think about adventure a little bit differently. And I think sometimes we just get in a rut, especially this time of year where we just get stale or we kind of go bland or, you know, the lull of the season is hard to overcome and it's cold and dark, you know, being cooped up all this time and having very frigid temperatures in some cases. And our kids have been together a lot lately. So we actually need some time apart in some ways. But what I need as a mom is to connect with other moms because I also have felt like all the things of the world have been landing on my shoulders. And it feels like I just want to know, like, what are you doing? What are you doing over there that's working or not working? So the Everyday Adventure Challenge has been happening for quite a while, but I wanted to shake things up a little bit. I wanted to invite all of you to participate and just get a sense of what could adventure look like? The way we have it structured is it is a 60-day challenge. Again, I, I'm like teeing on the word of changing it to an invitation. 
to really get outside of your comfort zone in a simple way. So one of the ways we do that is it's all email based. And then we do meetups each month, a virtual meetup. And usually it's on a Sunday where we can just connect with each other, hear what what did you do this week? What's working for you? What questions do you have? We have little mini group coaching sessions. And then each week there's this weekly challenge. And so it's a great opportunity just to think differently. And not every challenge works for everyone, but it's a way to think differently about what adventure might look like for you. And I think the it's been fun for me. I've really enjoyed coming to this community to really get to know what what are you struggling with? What are you working on? But also to get ideas. I give you all of my adventure lists. So we create an adventure list every, I shouldn't say every month, but definitely every season. And sometimes there's different things. Like when we travel, I have an adventure list, not necessarily of the destinations that we're going to, but how are we going to be on vacation? And I know that sounds weird, but when you're cooped up in an airport or you're sitting in a car for a long period of time, that transit time is really close together time and things can get really tense really quick. And I know we have found that when we can break things up and have like these mini adventures on our travels, it really helps us look forward to the next thing, but also kind of distract and deflect some of the energy that maybe we need to shift it in a different direction. I do have one in there for travel. And I know we've done seasonal things and every season's a little bit different. I don't have one season. You know, I try to add it so that my kids are always helping us create the list. So it's even talking about like, what could we do this month? And while it sounds like you're just making a list, no, it's more than that. It's not about being creative. This isn't like a Pinterest party where the most creative person wins. It's a way to redefine what winning looks like, to decide which boxes are the ones that your family's going to check over the next 60 days. So I wanted to share, I thought the best way to really get you into the groove of what does an everyday adventure challenge look like is to share some of the wins. The first list of wins comes from a new mom with an infant. Uh, I believe he was only a few months old at the time of the challenge. And they shared, while we didn't do many of the adventure ideas that we'd come up with, I'm proud that we did any of them at all and some unplanned ones as well. I learned a nursery rhyme in French. We took the tram up to the mountain to go hiking. We went to the International Balloon Fiesta at 3.30 in the morning and not only survived, but had fun. We went to the pumpkin patch in our Halloween costumes, and on Halloween, I took our little one out in his costume to see four neighbors that we know. We also did little art projects. I made a ghost footprint. We ate out at a restaurant a couple of times. We visited the Indian Pueblo Cultural Center, and we also saw a Zuni Pueblo dance group perform, saw the museum exhibits, and ate Native American-inspired food. We started a collection of things like leaves, bark, and rocks for a texture box for our little one and made a garden stepping stone with his footprints in it. I want to try incorporating more adventures in our week, and it sounds like a lot, but sometimes we didn't do much adventuring at all. What we learned was even twisting our perspective, even small daily things can be an adventure, and that change in perspective is really the key change that we needed. So that was a really fun family that I loved interacting with throughout the challenge and seeing their progress and hearing the little things that they, you know, didn't really seem like these big, massive adventures, but they changed their perspective and really had something to look forward to each week. 
Another participant was on the tail end of getting ready for her sabbatical, which was going to begin in January. And so when I did an accountability check-in, I said, so how are your adventures coming along this week? And she said, adventures this week have been pretty epic. I joined a 50 plus basketball team and went to the Georgia games this weekend to compete in the nationals. I'm also learning to scuba dive when we took the final class in the pool last week. We're now scheduling our open water dives. I double booked myself and also attended a virtual summit for moving abroad. As I type this, I can clearly see that I'm not lacking in big adventures. However, the funny interaction in this is that when I said, oh my gosh, those all seem pretty epic. Does any of this feel exhausting or do you enjoy the rush? And she said, it's a rush for sure. It's great counterpoint to the stress I'm dealing with in my life and getting ready to start my sabbatical. Again, we've continued now. She's on her sabbatical. And I had said, you know, when you're on sabbatical, do you think you're going to need that same amount of rush? What will adventure look like when there's less stress to counterbalance? And she said, hmm, that's a good point. When I checked back in with her, she said, adventures now just seem to be still, quiet, and breathe. And she did manage to take those major dinosaur steps to get her house rented, to do some home sits, to do a lot of the steps needed to get to her sabbatical location in January. So it looks very different for everybody. But that's the beautiful thing is the adventure challenge is really designed for you to create your own adventure challenge for your family and decide what the boxes are that you want to check. We had several who were on epic road trips. In fact, Andy Storch was one of my challenge participants the first go around, and he's going to be on the podcast in a little bit to talk about his experience on a 40-day road trip in a minivan and how the Adventure Challenge really helped spark some simple things, some unplanned, some spontaneous things when, again, you've been together for a long period of time. We've had participants just share things like, you know, we weren't always as adventurous as I wanted to be, but even some days we would go for a bike ride to the Y instead of taking the car. And just those simple mindset things helped us really think about what adventure means in our life. We had one participant who focused on doing one-on-ones with his kids and used the adventure challenge to help inspire and create those itineraries, for lack of a better word. In one example he shared was him and his son had a one-on-one day and he went to the Wisconsin Veterans Museum, which was free. So it was kind of a fun way for him. And he is a veteran. So that was also a fun way for him to connect with his son. We had a mom with a teenage son who struggled just because her son isn't always into adventuring. He'd rather play video games. And so we actually worked together and created their own little special list. But one of the things she convinced her son to do was go to Chalk Fest with her. And that was just sidewalk chalk art and spending some time together. And that's really what it's all about. It's not meant to be... This is not a social media competition. This is not a Pinterest party. It's not about who can come up with the best ideas. It's just finding simple ways to connect with your kids and having fun, not necessarily connecting over the same old things or nagging or all of the other things I feel like I am lately as a mom. It's a way for you to really think a little bit more spontaneously. And I know you don't have to be creative. That's the beauty is Through this network, we've been able to crowdsource different activities. We had one teacher who was just like, I just need to get out. Like, I need to think about things differently. And so she did a sensory walk as her weekly challenge, just to walk, just to go outside. And instead of listening to a podcast like she would typically do, she decided to listen for all of the sounds that were around her. And together we created this. You know, the other thing we talked about was that was the same call where the last participant 
thought about singing nursery rhymes in French. You know, it could be the language experience or a food experience. So all of these things, it's so fun. You get on a call once a month with each other, with all of the other participants, and we kind of crowdsource ideas as well. And I know it feels like you're so busy, right? We're wearing busy as a badge of honor. I still do it. I'm still burned out and tired. But for me, this was cup filling. This was not work. This was joyful. It was creating these moments that my kids and I could laugh together. And if it wasn't me, it was laughing with another parent over some of the silly things we were working through. Sometimes also thinking like, how can I let my kids be more responsible so that I can take in a little adventure and have some alone time. And that is also important. It's not required to do the meetups. It's not required to have an everyday adventure. Every day is really just meant to be aspirational, to be an inspiration, to be something that you look forward to. It's more of an expression really than anything. It is not an expectation. The whole goal is really to connect, to have some good ideas, to crowdsource, some, have something to look forward to each week. If you don't make the meetups, it's not the end of the world. I will check in on you. That's the other fun thing is I will I'll be like your little accountability coach and help you through those off weeks. But overall, it has been a really fun way to connect and find simple ways to adventure in your own backyard, in your neighborhood, things that are accessible that don't require a ton of planning. Those are the types of things that usually make the list. If this is of interest to you, if you want to jump in, I invite you to join us. OrdinarySherpa.com backslash challenge. Again, OrdinarySherpa.com backslash challenge. We have registration up and we do this three times a year. So if you can't make this one, this one runs February 5th to April 5th. We run it in February We run it in June and we run it in September. So February 5th to April 5th, June 5th to August 5th, September 5th to November 5th. We do it three times a year. The registration opens two weeks before. So registration is open now and it will close the day before the challenge starts. So February 4th, registration closes at 11.45 p.m. Again, you can go to OrdinarySherpa.com backslash challenge. If this isn't your thing and you just want ideas, Tune in tomorrow. We're doing a quick bonus episode for 15 adventure ideas that you can do this weekend. Simple things. The intent is that they don't necessarily require a lot of preparation. They don't require a lot of stuff. The goal is to be go ready. I hope I will see you inside the challenge. Again, OrdinarySherpa.com backslash challenge. Registration closes on February 4th. I can't wait to meet you on the inside and get to know you better. And yeah, let's go adventure. value from today's show, here are three easy ways you can support us. Subscribe to Ordinary Sherpa Podcast on the platform you're listening to. It lets the providers know that you're getting value from the show and want to be around when we release additional content. If you feel compelled, leave us a review. Two, find your friends, family, and others you think would enjoy this show and share this episode. Three, and most importantly, join the community of families interested in creating authentic experiences through simple adventures by going to OrdinarySherpa.com backslash community. We want to hear from you and create content that would benefit your family. Thanks for joining us on this journey as we help families connect through adventure.